Raven on Recap Recap podcast series with me, Natalie Bohensky, and my time-honoured guest, Stuart Lake. Hello, hello. We are, if you're just joining us, listening to every... Listening to? We're watching every episode of Game of Thrones. Well, we're listening to them from, too. We, we're doing... We're there is an audio component. There yeah. is, definitely. Um, we're reading the subtitles of every yes. episode of Game of Thrones <laughs> from the beginning to present day, yes. so we're ready for season six. And this is uh, season one, episode five, The Wolf and the Lion. Yes. Now, I don't know about you, Stu, but I think this is a reference to the Starks and the Lannisters. I don't know. It's pretty out there. It's pretty mm. out there theory. Not uh, as out there. Not as out there as the theory that Jorah Mormont is Azora High. <laughs> Hello, Greg. Yes. But... Uh... There are some people, <laughs> Hello, Greg, <laughs> who are fighting the good fight for Jorah Mormont to be... The king that was promised, the prince that was promised. The prince that was promised. The mythical Azor Ahai, which I haven't sort of really come across in the books yet, so <laughs> I need to do some reading on. But that anyway. Far down the track. We have not seen Jorah this episode, or no, Daenerys. or Daenerys. They weren't in it, but they were talked about quite a great deal. We also didn't see Jon Snow or the wall. Mm. Massive oversight, if you ask me. <laughs> Actually, no, we only just realised at the end of the episode that, oh, we didn't see them. Yeah. So they do quite well often in, in sort of not That's it, even, even on a rewatch um, where you're sort of looking for that, sort of, where you're deliberately looking mm. for that sort of thing like we are, um, you don't really notice it. You don't sort of, if they sort of leave that storyline for one episode, you're like, oh, we'll get back to it. And what was happening this week and this episode was uh, interesting enough. Yeah, and it was mostly King's Landing stuff. Yes. Starting, of course, with the Tawny. Tawny. We had tawny. Ned showing up looking at Sir Hugh, the knight who copped a lance, copped a lance in the spear the from the mountain, and the mystery of how he became a knight with a very expensive suit of armour mm. somehow, just recently, mysteriously. <laughs> and then Ned chatting to Robert, Robert wanting to take to the field but being too fat being and Being too old. fat and having a wonderful scene with his gut hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> and picking on Lancel Lannister. Picking on Lancel Lannister. So funny seeing Lancel with his little short bob blonde hair. And, and his weird little squire's hat and everything. And, and... You know, he looks about 16, skinny teen mm. sort of thing. And, of course, he'll be back in a few series' time. He'll be back a couple of times in mm. a couple of different um, guises. So, couple? He, well, he's Cersei's lover at one point, and then he comes That's back. That's later this the... series, though. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. of course it is. Yes, okay. Yeah, um, it's after Jamie's been yes. kidnapped. But that's in the sh- in the future. In the future. In the future. Uh, no, he comes back in series five as one of he the does. the sparrows. Yeah, the sparrows. Yes. That's it. I was about to say that you know the crazy, freaky, religious ones. <laughs> and you would still be right. And I can't remember their name, but yes, sparrows. How could I forget that? See, this is why we're rewatching. Exactly. So we get back on top of so everything. So we're on top of our game. Of so Thrones. Ned Stark is learning more and more about Robert's prolific <laughs> sowing of his wild oats. His- his crops. Exactly. He's planting <laughs> seeds all over the place. Um, but he also is having to address the fact that Robert has found out that Daenerys is preggers, mm. that she's knocked up. Bearing the, the son of Khal Drogo. And, she wants, and he wants her dead. Mm. And Ned Stark refuses to have anything to do with it because, you know, that would be like killing a woman and a baby that's, that's right. unborn. And, and they have a big fight in the, in the small council mm. chamber. And Robert going, do you think people follow a leader because of honour? No, it's fear and blood. <laughs> and but it makes saying, me wonder... you're no better than the Mad King. And he's, careful, Ned. Careful, Ned. <laughs> Your accents have gotten better. That's, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Work, I'm workshopping, workshopping my Robert. Yeah. Careful, Ned. Careful. 
<laughs> so they have a breakup. They do, but it makes me wonder, like, I remember at the time I was wondering, and then when I've rewatched this in the past, I always wonder, why, why did he bring Ned Stark down in the first place if he didn't want him to say exactly that? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it just... Like, because that's what Ned Stark's going to say. Because he thinks he wants the truth, but then he doesn't. That's true, yeah, maybe. You know? Yeah. It's like when, you know, your significant other says, do I look fat in this? <laughs> and they say and they there, want the there's truth. And there's a right answer and a correct answer. Mm. That's a very good mm. distinction, Steve. Yes. That's a very good distinction. Uh, no, but it is, it's that, it's that whole thing of saying, no, Ned will give me good advice. Mm. Oh, wait, that's advice I don't want to hear. Yes. Ah, screw your advice. Ah, get out of here. Yes. So, Ned is keeping it real. He hands in his badge. Mm. Mic drop. <laughs> and basically wants to go back to Winterfell, I think. It's like a he's, padded, he's packing and he's ready to go. But he's he can't resist Baelish, mm. who's so evil. <laughs> Do not finger. Coming in and saying, oh, before you go, do you just want to see the last person who uh, John Aaron went to see before he died? Just saying. Just thought. It's just funny thought. how much I've forgotten how this first se- er- series is kind of a mystery. It's it's a... Yeah, you don't know who's... Mystery-solving puzzle. Yeah, you don't know where people's allegiances really lie. You don't know who's pulling all the strings. Of course, we and now he, know. And he's like, he's like Jessica Fletcher, you know? <laughs> he's trying to solve... You mean secretly behind everything? <laughs> Jessica Fletcher murdered all those people and wrote about it. That's 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 what happened. That's when you watch that show again, you, it's very very clear what's going on there. Well, she did certainly have an unfortunate uh, ability to be in the right place at the wrong time. And she always knew exactly who did it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 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 So he's playing Sherlock Holmes, a medieval Sherlock Holmes. Medieval Sherlock Holmes. There's a series. Make yeah. that everyone. Make that Stephen Moffat. <laughs> no, don't, they did do don't that. Give they did, there, is a, there is a detective, uh, Wycliffe or something. I think there is a detective oh, really? series set in the Middle Ages. Oh, yeah, I'd I think like it's a monk. Was, it any, was it any good? I don't know. I don't think I've watched it and or read it. I think Given... it was a book series that they made oh, okay. into some TV oh, cool. shows. Might have had Jacoby in it. I'm not sure. I will check that out because that yeah. sounds awesome. But mm. I don't. I don't know if it was any good or not. But it, I, just, I just want to see like the CSI scene. The CSI in many, like the crotchety just, just old monk <laughs> going, "Oh, Wycliffe, not another one of your crazy schemes." <laughs> well, it looks like this guy—he's got buboes in his un- armpits. <laughs> I'm calling the plague. Is it the plague, or is it just something that mm. was made to look like the plague? <laughs> <laughs> Because he's doing that on a mm. on a loot. Yes, of course he yeah. would be. Period appropriate. So, um, Game of Thrones is what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, it is. And apparently. this episode has a lot of like conversations, fluid. It does. Scenes the last episode had a lot of conversations as well, but there was there was yeah. a lot of very angry com- conversations. I feel like these these ones were a lot more sedate. You're allowed to. They were very, yeah. you know, some were kind of resolution type ones like Cersei and Robert having this really yes. open conversation. I love Apparently, that scene. It's net, not in the book. No, it was written for the show and it's and amazing. It's, it's an amazing scene where they kind of both fess up and go, yeah, this marriage has been meaningless from the yeah. start. It's a, it's a rare, and actually they don't, they don't interact that much throughout the show. So it's really actually quite good to have them just sort of look each other in the yeah. eye and say, you're miserable too, right? 
Yeah. You know, and just sort of bond over the fact that they make each other miserable. I think yeah. that's, that's a really, that's a dynamic you don't often see in any show, let alone a medieval fantasy drama. And you've got this backstory of Lyanna Stark coming through mm. again, that, you know, Robert was going to marry Lyanna Stark, but Rhaegar Targaryen, you know, stole her. Mm. And at this point, we don't have any of that backstory on Rhaegar that we start to get in Series 5, which yes. is that he was actually kind of a cool dude. And, yeah, kind of a nice guy. You and, know, and his dad was mad, but yeah. he was, he, you know, would went busking in the streets or yeah. something, according to Sebastian. So <laughs> Rhaegar was a bit of a dude, but yeah. of course, we don't have any of that at this point. And I remember, no. you know, starting to, to form this picture of Rhaegar Targaryen as a mm. brutal I guess, you know, his dad's the Mad King. He was a warrior. That's right. And, but it's funny Robert because, killed him because he... Because he was such a tyrant and he, he stole Lyanna away. He was a horrible, you know, terrible person. But we've already been told, like, at, even, even at this early stage in the series, that there's always more than one version of events. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, we're already being set up for the idea that just because someone says this is the way things went down mm. doesn't mean that's the way things went down. You know, mm. like already, like by episode five, like they're sort of laying some groundwork as to say, you know, if someone says this is what happened, ask a different person. Yeah, check a second source. Yeah. We also have the conversation between Varys and Littlefinger. And you pointed out it's a very Varys heavy, it's a very, it very, very, very Varys episode. <laughs> it's a Varys yeah, episode. He's in three scenes in a row. Well, he's, yeah, he's in three scenes in a row, which is what mm. sort of stood out to me. It's not that he's like in the episode a lot. They have three scenes where he's talking to someone, so they bring him into this into the episode in a big way because we've only seen him, I think, once or twice up till now. In the small and it's council. been in the small council mostly, and now and this one he has a scene with Littlefinger. He has a scene with Eddard. Well, he has the scene with Ned Stark first, mm-hmm. where he's telling him, "Hey, um, John Aaron was poisoned. John Aaron was poisoned. Yeah. It's called Tears of Lease. It leaves no trace." And then he has a scene in the dungeons with. Illyrio of Pentos. Well, that's after... Oh, you know, sorry, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then finally, yes, we have the scene to... with he and Littlefinger saying, oh, I one saw One after the other. I do yeah. not remember them happening like yeah. that. Yeah, just bam, 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 one after the other. So, because he gets from... He goes from Ned Stark's house and then he goes down to the dungeon, or the Tower of the Hand, down to the dungeon where Arya is chasing cats, has a big <laughs> chat about plots and schemes. Yes. So this is what made me question, is Varys then working for Daenerys from the start? By plotting with... Well, no, see, I think, I think in hindsight, he even says it at one stage um, that he believes in the realm. You know, I think, that, I think that's in season yeah, two, he, he has that... No, no, he says it. Oh, he says he said it, it in that small council meeting where he said, you know, sometimes we have to do despicable things. Yeah, 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 but, but he, says it, he says it later more explicitly to a character. I think it might be Tyrion. I think he might no, be talking to Tyrion. No, he says it to Ned Stark when he's in the dungeon. He says, I yes, serve yes. the realm. That's right, exactly. And he's actually, in a weird way, the most honest character in the, in the show. You know, in that he never really lies to anyone. Like, he, he, he serves the realm. Like, that's Varys's motivation. And he says that to Ned Stark in that scene. Yeah. He said, there are a few honest men in the capital. Yes. You're one, and I like to believe that I am I'm one, another, too, yeah. in my own strange way. way. Yes. So I'm bringing that in. But, you know, he, I think he is keeping his options open at that stage. Because mm-hmm. he does send someone to murder Danny. I'm pretty sure. Like, like there is a, an assassin that gets sent. Yeah, that's in the next episode, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, we're getting ahead we're, of ourselves. We're getting again. ahead of ourselves. But, but you know, he, I think he, he isn't necessarily looking at Danny as a potential queen, but he is willing to entertain that option if it becomes necessary. Mm. 
you know. Well, he so, says to Ned, you know, Robert's a fool and you're his friend, but, yes. you know, he's a fool. That's right. So <laughs> don't get all... Don't know. get all sentimental. What else do we have? Oh, Tyrion and Catelyn are on their way to the Eyrie. To the Eyrie. Not to Winterfell, but to the Eyrie. Mm. So Catelyn's been leaving false clues along the way. Catelyn's been a little bit smart after she, doing yeah. an incredibly dumb thing. <laughs> <laughs> and they take her to the Eyrie. And I remember when I read the book, when I read book one, I think one of the key things that was in the book but wasn't in the show was the way that they get up to the Eyrie. It's, yes, it's almost yeah. a chapter of them going up on the back of donkeys and in pulley carts and this convoluted way of climbing up into the top of the Eyrie where... Which, which, prospl- which explains why the books are so good and why it takes George Martin so long to write yeah. them. It was, I remember reading it going, I totally see why they just cut all of that and go from riding into the Erie to being up on top because, you know, screw that shit. Yes. <laughs> yes, it accounts for time, but, yeah. So, you know, and that's all just scene setting and showing how impregn- impregnable it is. Yes. But it's, it's not important in the context of the show. I think so we get we get everything we need. We can see it. From later, yeah. We, we can, can see, see it. that it's high. Yeah. And then we see Tyrion being put in one of the sky cells. The sky cells. And we, which... <laughs> My God, the most torturous. Oh, as someone with a fear of heights, even when he has that scene where he sort of looks over the edge, I'm sitting there with that sort of cold feeling in the pit yeah. of your stomach you get when you look over the high ledge. I'm just like, oh, no, oh. no, 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 yeah, thank you. Just horrible. And I mean, there's the exposure element as well. But then I think I was saying to you, there's that weird voice in the back of your head. Yeah, that always maybe, just goes, well, just, uh, maybe just it's jump. me. Maybe, no, no. maybe it's me. It's, it's everyone. I think everyone has that little, <laughs> little voice. On top of it and you're like, what would it be like if I jumped? And then you go, oh my God, that's stupid. Don't even think that. And then because you've thought about it, you're like, I thought about it. Oh God. Does that mean I'm having suicidal thoughts? No. I, is this normal? No, I, don't I think, know what's I think normal. everyone, everyone has it's that a voice. very weird. It's that weird impulse in our little monkey brains that just sort of goes, hey, what would happen if you just jumped off there? Yeah. Like. Just asking. Yeah. Not saying do it. Just, Could it you know, be that bad? What would happen? Yeah. And, like, how fast would you fall? <laughs> well, I mean, okay, you might know what terminal velocity is, but what does it feel like? <laughs> I actually don't know what terminal velocity is. I know it's a thing, but mm. I couldn't tell you how And many. also, a, a, probably some, a very bad movie. Some sort of m- meters per second per second or something. Uh, I probably got that terribly wrong. Phone in if you want to correct my maths. I think it's 10 meters per second per second, but there, that's... But there is a per second per second? It is per second oh, okay. per second, yeah. So I yeah. don't even know why we say that. It just sounds fun. Like, <laughs> oh, per second per second. <laughs> we also had a lovely languid conversation between Renly and... Yes, and Slow Loris. The Knight of the Flowers, who we saw unseat the mountain earlier in the episode <laughs> in a triumphant bit of bait and switch with his... I think the, the whole thing was his horse was on heat. Yes, and yeah, that and, and that upset the mountain the source, and that stallion threw him, yeah. that the mountain was riding. Yeah. So it got all horny. And yeah, I, I completely after everything that happened in this episode, I forgot that awesome scene where the mm. mountain just beheads a horse. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I remember watching yeah, that. Go, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> it's, he just sliced the head off the horse. Like in off. one stroke, just <laughs> done. Like the horse has no head anymore. Um, it and that's like it's such a down. cool. It was like you know when Wiley e. Coyote uses something <laughs> yeah. like an acne drill. And he's drilling into the cliff face to try to drill off the bit that the roadrunner is on. Yes. But then he's on the actual cliff and the actual cliff falls, falls down. down. Yeah. <laughs> and it just slides down. It's, it was like that. It was incredible. And it was, um, and then we have the, the great fight after that between he tries to attack 
slow loris and then yeah. uh, the hound gets up and he's uh, all you know looks fine in his silvery armor but then yeah. he's all better like, oh, save him you know, can't have this like a, and they have an amazing like, like just it's not like a big fast sword fight like we're not talking like big flashy sword fight but it's, it's just, just heavy, two like, huge dudes swinging huge swords like that would like kill another person if they hit them with it <laughs> but they're just big enough that they can like they can match each other just it's just incredible i love it i love it just, I, i'm oh. getting the sense that you're a little too into that I'm, scene too. hey look i just like watching two huge, huge dudes in armor just beat the shit out of each other and look you know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ashamed. I'll watch that all day. That is Can we rename fun. this podcast to <laughs> Two Huge Dudes? dudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we make ourselves laugh and that's, yeah, exactly. important. that's important. Uh, but yeah, so Slow Loris is, is shaving, strategically is. shaving Renly. Yes, he is. And Renly's having his Because even in um, fantasy medieval times, they had manscaping. Yeah. That was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, sky, with an apostrophe <laughs> between Man's the C and the A. Taping, I, I Man, sky, aping. That was a lot funnier when it fleetingly went yes, through my I head, know. and I should have decided against saying it out loud. It's all right, but yeah. So this is a safe place. Slow Loris is buttering Renly up to back him in to be king, saying, "You know, your older brother is like a bit of a douche." Mm. And no, he's not really a douche, Robert. He's just a thug. He's mm-hmm. just a brainless thug, yep. really. <laughs> and Renly's all like, me, 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 my brother doesn't think I'm a soldier. Me, me, me. He said, well, you should be king. People love you and that's important. You know, public image is half the battle, if not more. So, And it is, isn't it? Like, I think later on, and again, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but isn't, like, Renly's very popular. Like, he's a very yeah, popular yeah, figure. So, yeah. you know, there's that backing. There's that idea there that he could conceivably get enough support to actually take throne, which, you yeah. know, this, the, the seeds of which is planted here, which is really cool. So I haven't gotten to uh, read in season five, we see Loris locked up for, you know, yes. Yeah. Homosexuality, yes. homosexual acts, sin or whatever they call it in this. They never term it. They just say it's depravity or something. Yeah, They never, De- they never go there. Do yeah, they? Debauchery yeah, debauchery or something. So I haven't read the book and whether that's a thing in the books um, because they, they sort of have melded two Tyrell brothers into Loris. They sort of cut one out. Oh, have they? Yeah, there's like there's like two or three Lor- Tyrell brothers and, and oh. Mar- Marguerite, Marjorie. And is Loris the, the gay one? Well, I don't know because I haven't read that. Like they never, not in oh. book one anyway, they don't establish. They establish that like Loris is, supports Renly, but I don't think it's ever explicit that they're, you know. Oh, okay. Oh. Two huge dudes. Two huge dudes. Well, they're, they're very, as we pointed out during the thing, they're not. They're, they're not too huge dudes. No. Right? Loris is talking about how good a, 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 you know, an, a soldier he is or a fighter. Yeah. It's he's like, really he, scrawny. He does not look like a fighter. Yeah. He looks like he'd blow over in a stiff breeze. Yeah. You'd think with you know doing that much upper body work to wield swords. <laughs> well, yeah. That's right. Exactly. Like all these guys would have been ripped. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Uh, so, but they have a, a you know languid conversation where he, you know, strokes... <laughs> Renly's skin going, ooh, you should be king. And then when Renly sort of complains, he stabs him and says, you've got to look at blood because you're going to spill a lot of it. So it's an interesting motivator. And then it ends with a, you know, it ends with a with a, a loving, consensual sexual act. So, and 
I think I turned to you at that point and went, yeah, it's the Foley it's, it's another. Again. It's another good episode for the Foley people. It's yeah. just one of those, ah, oh, it's just loud enough to be... And it goes on for longer it, than you would yeah, expect. Yeah, the camera... And, like, and I love that idea of, now hold it, Renly, hold it, hold it, hold it, <laughs> hold. You're still enjoying it. Just breathe out, yep. breathe out. Like, yep, yep. Sorry, we had something Sorry, in the day. Yeah, yeah. We have to We're reshoot. That we have to reshoot. Yep. Yeah. It, it must be an odd thing to kind of stand there and be like, yeah, I'm acting a sex act. Very odd. Anyway, um, I'm probably focused a bit too much on a bit of man work. And, and speaking of which, we did have a scene with Theon Greyjoy. And oh, we did, Rose, yes. We had, we had that scene. And that's the first, and to my knowledge, one of the only they're, they're few and They're few and far between. Mm. We do get a bit of swinging action. Yeah, and as you know, I'm... Very pro that sort of thing. <laughs> um, I was wondering how you're going to phrase that. I just sort of like, oh, I should probably try to be nice. How do I phrase this in a way? <laughs> and so my brain had to do several, you know, circles around the sun to work out the nicest. <laughs> and I just, I didn't have anything. Look, I'm very pro equal opportunity exploitation. Mm, you know, yes, if we're exactly, going to have yeah. exploitation, we've got to have it on both sides. That's right. So I and one, you get a twofer in that scene because you get a yeah, very naked Roz. Yeah, um, very naked Roz. And then you get that glimpse in the background of a very, Very you know, naked Theon. Yeah. Um, extremely naked. More yeah. naked than you're used to seeing on television. Yeah, so, definitely. So, uh, you know, and props to the show for although, that. Although... As I said to you, it could have been enhanced. I mean, we talked, this was also the scene. That would be terrible if, like, Alfie Allen has decided, like, no, I don't like how it looks. I mean, you know, enhance it, boys. But get the, get the what's digital tools. Was his face in um, Boogie Nights? Marky yes, but, Mark but he, was playing, he was playing someone with an, a, a legendarily huge penis. Yeah, but he still had to, he had to wear a, an extension. Yes, he had, a, he had a prosthetic. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you just went, look. I mean, it's a long shot, so like, like a physical long shot. Not, <laughs> not a, look, I'm just saying, it's a long shot, but would you take your cock out? Uh, <laughs> did not succeed in being nice about this. Oh, God. This is where we're going to have to leave them. <laughs> <laughs> so the point of the episode, The Wolf and Lion, we, we end with violence We end with this epic battle in the, scene. In the streets. The, these two characters. Jamie who... Lannister. And I... This scene remind that scene reminded me why I hated Jamie Lannister. Initially, you for the just first hate two him, yeah. seasons, he's he's such a wonderful. I just like, hated him. Yeah, like a wonderful, hateable character. And he's so nasty to Ned, yeah. and, and and Ned is because you love Ned. Yeah, and you he do. does these horrible things to Ned, and it's like. But then Ned you know, kind of brings it on himself by saying, "Oh, yep, I took Tyrion is under my command." And, yeah, exactly. You know, so he's and he's doing that to protect Caitlin. But he's his, fine, he's but his own, work, and we're seeing multiple times across this across this episode and across the last five episodes multiple e- examples of him being his own worst enemy, where yeah. his honor gets in the way of doing the smart thing. Yeah, you could do the smart thing or the honorable thing, and Ned Stark always chooses the honorable thing. Mm. Which, although having know, said that. He's fighting Jamie, and they sort of kind of seem to be equally matched. Mm. And then Ned is speared in the back of the leg yes. by one of Jamie's goons. And Jamie then slaps that guy. And I think that's a sign that for Jamie that was unacceptable because oh, yeah. you know, he had him and there was no... Well, not only, not only did he had him, but he, he there's probably very few people that can actually last too long in a sword fight with Jamie Lannister. Yeah. And I think he was just enjoying himself and mm. his, his fun got cut short. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Probably. That was that was it. Like it was just, 
he was he was facing a worthy opponent. It was going well, and then his idiot lackey speed him in the back of the leg, and now the fight's over. Now I can't fight this guy. And you can see in his face, he's like, well, now, well, that's done now. Yeah. Thanks very much, idiot. Clonk. Yeah. And then he's off. He takes off. And he's giving back my brother. Mm. So next episode um, is actually, I think, where we lose King Robert. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. I can't remember if it's episode seven or eight, but it's it's coming up on us. Yeah, yeah. We um, we are, we're powering through it now because yeah. we're, we're past the halfway point. So, Although, should I have said spoilers about that in case someone... <laughs> Is listening to these. I imagine we'll have spoilers on all of these. We've oh, been pretty God. fast and loose with like future yeah. events and these things. <laughs> <laughs> We're okay. It's for people who've seen the show and want to relive. Want to relive the wonderfulness. So with that, let us move on with our next episode, and I shall say, Valamogulus. Winter is coming. Woo!